All right, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. It's great to be here, folks. It's snowing outside my window. You would think it was Christmas. <laughs> it's snowing. This is Chicago's finest internet radio yeah, show. Well. Making a world a better place, one show at a time. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. All right, I sure will. I'll try. Anyway, it's snowing uh in the city of Chicago right now. I'm on the north side. I'm in my studio. I, I have this great big old window in front of me so I can see what's going on outside. And it's snowing. It's cold. I mean, it feels like, um, it feels like, actually, to me and some others, it feels like Christmas Eve or something. And uh, and I believe we're uh, two or three weeks away from that right now at this point. Anyway, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. It's great to be with you. It's great to know that you're out there, you're listening, uh, and I want to thank everybody for their support, their kind words. And sometimes you need, <laughs> sometimes you need kind words coming from uh, 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 the people, the listeners, because it, it motivates me to want to be better, get better. It motivates motivates me to to want to keep on doing this. Okay, and uh, I do love it. I do enjoy it. Um, and I hope you do too. My guest today, it says here is Kelly Robbins, Robbins, and she's going to be talking about trust your next step. Wow, you've got to watch that next step. You could trip and fall, uh, so be careful out there. Be careful out there. All right, the George Wilder Jr. show is now on the air. Of course, we're going to have to talk about Donald Trump. That's it, it's a drag, but it's what's happening. Uh, it is what people are talking about. This is our country. We have to pay attention to what's going on. We have to be concerned. I know there's a lot of people out there who, you know, try to ignore politics. They try to ignore what's going on. They try to, um, um, as some would say, uh, blot it out. But you can't. If you're in America and you're a taxpayer, you're middle class, you're working, you, you, you I mean, you, one, a voter, of course, a voter. Um, I mean, you, it's behooved uh, for you to pay attention to, to what's going on in your country. There's so many people out here who don't even know what's going on in their country. They're, they're blind to it, or they're just uh, ignorant to the, to the fact where they just want to be ignorant. They try not to pay attention to it. They, they, they feel that they, I don't know anything about politics. I, I don't know nothing about that. You better learn. Because uh, you, you're the one, you, you are among millions of Americans who are paying, uh, uh, paying these guys and girls salary in Congress. You're paying their salary. So you better uh, pay attention. I mean, what they do is going to affect you, your health care, your job, your bank account. All of this stuff is going to be affected by these clowns. Uh, in the White House. So you have to pay attention to what they're doing. They're trying to send us back 30, 40, 50, 100 years, uh, 100 years. And, you know, we have to stop it. So you have to stop paying attention to what's going on. You may not like it, you may not want to do it, but you, uh, you must, because your life depends on it. Uh, your life as a an American depends on it because what these people do, as I just got through saying, it's going to affect you, me, and everybody else. We have to get people in 
Congress that are going to speak for us. I've uh, Some lady was telling me the other day that where were the people, where are the people who are supposed to be speaking for us? Where are the people who are supposed to be representing us, uh, our feelings and what we want? It just seems, I agree, it seems like there's nobody, nowhere representing the American people. Not to the point where we can get something done uh, for this country and for uh, the Americans. Where are those folks? And I, I hesitate to say, well, it's Democrats. I mean, Democrats are speaking for Democrats. They're not speaking for uh, the grassroots people out here. They're starting, you know, you don't want these people to start talking, the Democrats and the Republicans, when they really will start talking, when it's close to election, they're going to be out in droves trying to get your vote, trying to get you to do this, trying to get you to get your friends. They're going to be knocking on your door, robocalling, but they're not doing anything now. They're not doing anything now. They're not even speaking for us. We're speaking for ourselves. And I'll say this again. If people we elect to office, I did not elect Trump. I did not elect any Republican. But still in all, these people are in office and they are supposed to represent all of us. But they do not and they do not want to represent all of us. They don't give us care if we live or die. This crowd of Republicans. So... We just have to be vigilant, get into politics. If you don't know what's going on, if you don't know what, uh, the difference between the judicial branch and the executive branch, there's all there's plenty of books at the library you can go and learn. But it is imperative that you stop uh, sticking your head in the sand when something is going on wrong in your government. Criticize it. Protest it. Call Call your congressman, call your senators. Sometimes that's a waste of time because some of these guys and girls, they're not paying attention to those calls. They try to ignore those calls. But when it's, when it's time to put their asses back in office, we will not do that. So I understand some people are, oh, George, I don't, I'm not into that. I really don't want to do anything like that. I want to sit over here and uh, cut my flowers. I have pretty flowers. A lot of people are just blind to the fact that their country, America, is falling apart under these Republicans. And you get, oh, oh, I'm having a heart attack here, folks. I'm, I just thought about Fox News. I was watching Fox News you would think that the world was on fire if you're watching Fox News. All of these Republicans, I mean, they are out to get Robert Mueller, the special, the special counsel uh, that's invest, investigating Trump's ties into Russia. They are, they're acting and saying basically that he's scum. He's the scum of their feet. Obviously, these people at Fox News, these rotten Republicans, these low-down people at Fox News who are lying through their teeth and trying to protect Trump, selling their souls to, to the devil to lie, cheat, and, and try to threaten the American people, try to threaten your life because you don't like Trump, they're ridiculous. They're laughable. I mean, I'm talking about Sean Hannity, all of these other weird-ass people on Fox News that's going around trashing Mueller for no reason at all. They're doing it because they know that their beloved president 
and their beloved master, Donald Trump, it's about to get his ass thrown out of the White House. This is, they are nervous. They are just as nervous as Donald Trump. And by them criticizing the FBI, by Donald Trump criticizing the FBI, the FBI is just going to get stronger and bring more evidence against his ass. They're not going to uh, uh, lay back and, and not investigate as fully as they should be investigating with all the criticism that they're getting from Fox News. I think, that, I think Fox News is just silly and crazy and ignorant for, for, uh, tr- for trashing Mueller and the FBI. I think, I think they're just crazy folks over there, Republicans and lunatics and liars and, and you name it on Fox News. I mean, I was watching, I couldn't believe it. Every, every one on there was criticizing uh, the, the investigation into Russia and, and nothing has happened so far yet, but they, but they feel that something is going to come out of it and Trump is going to be walking out of the White House in handcuffs. And it, and it will not be a video this time, a fictional video. But those folks at Fox News, those people are pathetic. They are pathetic. They're trying to scare you, scare you, scare the country, scare the world, that if something happens to Donald Trump, oh, my God, it's going to be doom. They're just a bunch of lying bullies trying to protect their Lord and Master, who is a sexual assaulter admitted sexual assaulter he talked about grabbing women's private part parts and there's a lot of women out there right now there's they're demanding that donald trump be investigated for sexual crimes if you think about it al franken kevin spacey all of these people who have been accused of sexual assault and there's still others being accused of sexual assault now as i speak have lost their jobs, lost their careers. They have been ruined and damaged. But we still got Groper in chief, Donald Trump in office. And the Republicans are trying their best to protect a crook, a thug, a a criminal, a liar, a pedophile. It's unreal. It's unreal that these people are trying and wanting to ruin, ruin this, invest, this Russia investigation and praise Trump. Obviously, I've heard people say, well, they're getting nervous, George. This is what's happening. They're getting very nervous. They know that Mueller is going to come out with something that's going to indict Trump. They're already putting a grand jury together. So therefore, Trump will be subpoenaed. A grand jury. A lot of people, these are a lot of folks who have the power of perjury. Trump get on that stand, he start lying, he's going straight to jail. Because he will be in contempt of court for lying. And we all know Trump is a serial liar. I mean, this guy, I mean, we used to call him a uh, pathological liar. I think it goes way beyond that. Way beyond, way beyond that, excuse me. And those folks over at Fox News, I mean, they are pathetic. I don't understand why anybody would want to watch that crap. They, they spew out a bunch of lies. They try to threaten. They're threatening their viewers. They're trying to 
scare the hell out of their viewers. Uh, believe us. Believe us. You know, it's just ridiculous that Fox News, Fox News should be taken off the damn air because it's spewing nothing but hate, lies to America. Millions of people are watching. I was thinking if, if I was a viewer of Fox News, and I don't watch Fox. I never watched it. I, you know, it was it's a, and uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people actually they like the television show, Fox News, not because they like it. They watch Fox to see how many lies they're gonna tell, how they are uh, going to. Uh, 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 frantically try to protect Trump, who is uh, impeachable. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to get them. We're going to get these folks. We're going to get them uh, November 6, 2018. We're going to get them. We're going to vote them all out. And Fox is going to go nuts. I mean, you got Sean Hannity. You got Rush Limbaugh. You got a lot of other, uh, you got a lot of other uh, folks out there, Republicans. Uh, talk show hosts, radio show hosts. I mean, they are all over the air hating on this investigation, wanting to see Bob Mueller fired. But I don't think that's going to happen. Bob Mueller fired. I don't think that's going to happen because I think if Trump tries to fire him, Trump is gone. But I'm hearing, I'm always hearing that Trump is walking around the White House <laughs> uh, scared to death, shaking in his boots. Investigation. Nothing's going to stop this investigation. Nothing's going to hinder Bob Mueller from this investigation. It's all of this criticism, all of this vitriol criticism that Fox News is giving, uh, throwing out there uh, to the public. It's not going to mean a thing to Mueller. He's going to he's meticulously uh, investigating, and once his investigation is over. We're going to see a lot of evidence against Donald Trump and maybe even Mike Pence. Who knows? Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, all of these thug Republicans in Congress. So, folks, you see what you got in the Republicans. You see what you have. You see what you have. You went out there and you voted for all of these clowns. And what are they doing? They're hurting you. They're not representing you. They don't, they don't give a damn what you think, how you think, who you are. You're not rich like they are. Yes, the Republicans are coming after Social Security next. They're coming after Medicaid, Medicare next. Yeah, they are. They are. And they don't give a damn if you starve or die in the street. They're coming after your benefits. They are, and they make no bones about it. They're going to cut your Social Security check. They're going to cut. I mean, I don't want to scare nobody. I don't want to scare anybody. But this is factual. This is what's coming. We can try to uh, stab it off if we can, but this is what's coming. They're coming, at, and the cuts that they make to all of these vital programs that people uh, count on for for their lives, the cuts, the funds, 
they're going to give it to the rich. They're cutting these programs to give that tax money to the rich. Only That's the only reason why they're cutting these programs, to take from you and give it to those who are well off, way well off, millionaires and billionaires. So they're going to cut your food stamps. They're going to cut your maid. They're going to cut cut all the services that you get because you are disabled and give it to the rich. And they're going to be laughing their asses off while doing it. While doing it. It's the danger have come to this in America. Criminals and thugs in the White House, criminals and thugs in Congress, criminals and thugs on Fox News. You ever watch a lot of these people? You wonder what the hell they come from. Out from under some damn rock somewhere, and someone say, hey, wow, come on my show. And you better talk the way we want you to talk, or we're going to throw you off. You ever wonder where Fox get all of these damn people to be on their show to to spill hatred and 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 vileness and raunchiness on the air? Wow, it is just crazy on Fox. I mean, you think Hillary was still president? You think Obama was still in office? The way they just step on and smash Democrats. And and a lot of times, these folks on Fox News, wherever they come from, wherever rock they've crawled out from under, they're lying. They're lying. They're twisting. They're spinning, talking fast, talking loud, being mean and nasty as they try to get their... uh, uh, whatever they have to say out, making sure they're making sure that they can come back on the show and lie some more. Doesn't make sense for uh, Fox News and a lot of these other conservative uh, talk shows to jump behind somebody who is there is proof that he is a pedophile. There is proof that he chased young girls. The police department in Alabama confirmed it. They said, yeah, they knew he was chasing young girls. But the Republicans don't care because they need that vote. Roy Moore is one vote in Congress, and they need that vote. And I'm here to say, folks, I'm thinking that Roy Moore, this pedophile, Roy Moore from Alabama, I'm thinking that he is going to win that seat. He is going to win. I don't want him to win. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But as it looks now, Doug Jones is, I don't know. uh, Maybe I shouldn't talk too fast. But anyway, he could win that seat. And Democrats and Republicans are uh, preparing for him to be seated. Roy Moore, the pedophile being supported by another pedophile, Donald Trump. Donald Trump endorsed him. Donald Trump sent out robocalls. The Demo- I mean, the conservative committee uh, reinstated funding for his campaign. 
And the people, you know, I mean, they're they're saying that they're going to vote for Roy Moore. And we're all saying that we should uh, boycott him <laughs> once they uh, once they um, vote this guy in. And I mean, he said he he excuse me, he has said a lot of vile things like slavery was a good thing, you know, and um, shows you where his head is. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump agrees with that. And Alabamans going to vote him in office. That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, Alabama was a slave state. Most of the states, most of those states down there in the south were slave states, where slaves fought to get to the north so they could be free. And we still got slave masters like Donald Trump, Roy Moore, and a few other Republicans. I don't know where ha- where has America gone? Why have we fallen so far? Donald Trump, excuse me, Donald Trump is disliked by the majority of the American people. He's disliked by the majority of the countries of the world. But we just can't get Congress to act. To act. This makes Congress look bad. This makes the Republican looks bad, but they don't care. They've got Fox News. And if Donald Trump gives an interview, he's giving it to Fox News. The people who are kissing his ass royally. Royally. I mean, I, I'm on Facebook all the time, folks, and and I and I hear thousands and thousands of people saying that um they want this man out of their White House. I mean, you got these assholes on Fox. It's just a few of them, okay? This just a few of them. But there, we are millions and millions and millions strong. There's going to be a um, march in January to take back the country in Washington. And I'm hoping to be there. I want to be there. Because we have to fight, folks. We have to fight the good fight. Take back our country from the Republicans, from Fox News, and totally, totally from Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I am no fan of Fox News, as you can probably tell. And as I've said, I think most people watch Fox because uh, they want to see how much they lie, how much they spin, how much they hate. Wow, you've been listening to to the George Wilder Jr. Show. My mouth is twisted. <laughs> you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. And we have been talking about taking back this country. I've had so many people say, well, George, how can I take back my country? I said, uh, well, one of the reasons is show up and um, protest, scream loud, uh, call, um, fax, email. But you know, a lot of those things that these guys and girls, they ignore. They ignore. Uh, But I do know that there's going to be a lot of people in Washington. I mean, millions of millions people from all over the country going to be in Washington. 
this does not look good for the for the uh, uh, Republicans. But still in all, if there's three or four, five or six, 30 million people in, in Washington, that's not going to change the mind, of, the mind of the Republicans to uh, try to impeach Trump. But I'm hearing that one of the reasons why, I don't know how true this is, but anyway, I'm hearing that one of the reasons why the Republicans want to impeach Trump, they're waiting for the investigation to end. They're saying, well, and some of the Democrats feel that way. Well, we don't want, that's why you don't hear a lot of Democrats uh, calling for Trump's impeachment. You may hear one or two or three here and there, but Democrats as a whole and in general, they're not calling for Donald Trump's impeachment because they want to wait until the investigation plays out. And some of the Republicans are thinking the same way. They want to wait until the investigation plays out. But Donald Trump, I don't know, the the investigation can be over in a week, a month, two months, six months, another year. And during that time, within that time, Donald Trump can, can do so much more damage. He needs to go now. But the Democrats in Washington, they don't want us to say impeach Trump. They don't want um, Tom Steyer, a billionaire, uh, to keep on going around America saying impeach Trump. Trump has already done so much already before, <laughs> before any investigation is done. Trump has already done so many impeachable offenses already. I'm kind of passionate here, folks. He has done so much already. Impeachable. That's impeachable. We don't even need an investigation. <laughs> but, hey, wow, bring it on. Bring every investigation on. As I've said earlier, a lot of the women that Trump call liars saying that yeah, liars when they say that he some sexually molested them or sexually harassed them a lot of them are coming out now in droves and saying hey wow investigate Trump but that's falling on deaf ears when it comes to the Republicans in Congress and Fox News which is a disgrace Fox News is a disgrace they should not be nowhere near America, but they are. If, if, and I'm going to say if, if Roy Moore loses this election, Fox News and um, Donald Trump and his goons in the White House, they're going to have egg on their face. But the way it looks now, I mean, these Alabamans, they, I mean, they just might put this guy through. And if it, and if, he wins, it's going to be another black eye on America. That's all it's going to be. We're going to have another racist, another rapist, another child molester in Congress. And that's a damn shame. Criminals in Congress, criminals in the White House, criminals on Fox News criticizing, um, criticizing Obama and Hillary, who has nothing whatsoever to do with anything. They're just trying to deflect uh, garbage off Trump, and it's not working. It is not working. Fox News is a disgrace to America. 
throwing out all those lies every single day. Lies, 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 lies. Threats, threats, threats. Laughable. If Fox News is throwing out threats after threat after threat at the American people, the American people should just turn them off and just start laughing at their asses. Trump is their master and savior. He's their emperor. But he's not our master and savior. He's not our emperor. Fox want to kiss his ass? Let them. Let them. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. I'm a little passionate here, here folks, because I, like I said before, I was I saw bits and pieces of Fox News, and I kept hearing about Fox News so much, and I don't really like to talk about it on this show because, you know, I I just don't like the show, and I, you know, it's just not me, you know. So anyway, Trump prepares to finally release his infrastructure plan. More than likely, it's going to be cutting uh, funding from the intra infrastructure plan. Trump is not going to build anything in America. He's going to tear it down like he's been all he's always been doing. He's going to tear everything down. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you're having a great time. I know I am. <laughs> I'm Today when I woke up and saw the now. emotional interview with the grieving Gold Star widow, Maisha Johnson, my heart was broken, like most of you. And then moments later, the president tweeted, and I was shocked. I felt compelled to write an open letter to President Trump. And I want to share that letter with you right now. Dear Mr. President, I've interviewed you multiple times. You've introduced me to your family. You've also criticized me publicly, both in front of cameras and on Twitter, calling me hateful, dumb, a lightweight. Some of your friends have suggested you expected better of me, and I'm not sure why you'd expect anything other than fairness and facts first. We know you get a lot of your news from TV. Several of your friends and supporters have told me you watch this show. So since I have this platform, I'd like to speak to you personally right now. I feel compelled to do that after this latest controversy with the widow of Sergeant LaDavid Johnson. Your tweet this morning essentially called her a liar. Mr. Trump, please stop it. Please stop. Think of what Sergeant Johnson would want. You are putting his widow in the terrible position of having to fight for her dignity when she should be concentrating on taking care of herself, her health, her two children, and the one on the way. I want you to listen to what Maisha Johnson said this morning. The president said that he knew what he signed up for, but it hurts anyways. And I was, it made me cry because I was very angry at the, the tone of his voice and how he said it. Like he, he, he couldn't remember my husband's name. The only way he remembered my husband's name because he told me he had my husband report in front of him. And that's when he actually said, La David. I know you have children. You have two daughters. Can you imagine Ivanka or Tiffany 
in Maisha's shoes, having a fight with the commander-in-chief while they are pregnant and grieving. If Maisha Johnson is mad at you, take it, just as President Bush and others did. Take it. It's part of what you signed up for when you decided to descend that escalator and throw your hat in the ring for president. You are the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States of America, the greatest country on earth. Act like it. Act like you know that you're big enough Act not like to you have know to what win you're doing. every fight or respond to every criticism. Act like you know where the high road is. Confident and secure people ask for help all the time, and they ask for forgiveness. Insecure people think they know everything and need no help. And I want you to think about this. The only Gold Star families you have attacked are people of color. How does that look? Yeah. It looks like racism. And I'm going to end with some words to help you do that. You're welcome to use them. And so now I'm going to speak directly to Maisha Johnson, as you should. He won't, and he did not. Mrs. Johnson. Since the president seems incapable of finding the right words, let me speak for the entire country. We are all sorry for what you are going through. All grief is different, and we cannot imagine how deep and profound yours is. We agree with you that LaDavid, your hero husband, was an awesome soldier, a great man, a great American. We know from what has been written about him that he wanted to be someone great do great things with his life, and he was great, and he did great things. He is a role model to me. When his photos come up on the TV screen or I see them in the newspaper, I am so incredibly proud of him and what he accomplished. And to be extremely candid with you and with the world, as a black man, I'm always looking for role models who look like me. And the latest one I found was your husband, LaDavid. May he rest in peace. And may you find peace when you can finally get a good night's sleep, knowing that this is America. We got your back. Believe that. Yeah, we've got your back. This is America. Don Lemon. Uh, Great. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Don Lemon from CNN. All right. And uh, yeah, we we got your back. We, We have your back. If the president doesn't have your back, if Fox News doesn't have your back, if Congress doesn't have your back, the American people, 300 million million of us, we have your back. And uh, it's a good back. Um, That was Don Lemon. Thank you very much. Um, You're listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air.
when voters go to the polls tomorrow. Joining us now to talk about that are CNN political commentator Ed Martin, who supports Moore, and Alan Navarro, a CNN political commentator who opposes Moore's candidacy. Great to have both of you. So, Good morning. Um, Ed? Yeah, it is. It you is. support totally Roy is. Moore. I mean, you just you heard Chris that. delineate all of those <laughs> positions. Are you comfortable that um, America was great, he thought, when we had slavery, because that's when families are strong and we had direction? Are you comfortable that he called yeah. Islam a false religion? Are you comfortable that homosexuality should be illegal? Well, I, I have to say, hey, good morning. Uh, I, I haven't heard a lot of those in context, but I, some of them sound like things I don't really believe. But I will tell you this. Anybody who knows politics, and I've been saying this for four and a half weeks, knows that down the stretch of a hot campaign, a lot of things are going to be thrown out, and the voters have to sort of fight their way through it. So, But are I you think saying those after, things aren't after, true? I mean, all those things that Chris just delineated, well, you heard them in context there. Are yeah. you saying those aren't true, his positions? Well, I'm saying that saying, for example, he's against uh, uh, Islam. I have heard Roy Moore talk about the fact that uh, Sharia law trumps constitutional law in a way that is admitted by Islamic scholars, and that's a problem. I haven't heard him say Islam is a religion, as you quoted. But again, I don't dispute the quotes. What I'm saying is three days before an election, we know this in politics. This is the time where you throw things up. I also know, by the way, that Doug Jones has done an interview where he said women's right to abortion should never be impeded in any way until the birth of the baby. So I don't know how uh, Chris can say that there's suddenly he's not against, uh, not for partial birth abortion. So, but what I know is down the stretch, the, the credibility of all the accusations has to be looked at in the view of what is a very intense campaign. Yeah, sure, but these and, aren't accusations. We're not talking about the accusations. These are his positions, and I have them no. all spelled out. I mean, these are actually in interviews that he's given in 2016, 2017. These are direct quotes that we're giving you. So these well, aren't accusations. Yeah, but I mean, again, the, the when you I'm talking about soundbite, soundbite, a kind of promotion of an issue. For example, the conscience, the question of conscience, and and whether the the law of the land, American law, will trump your own conscience. We just saw the president of the United States down at a, at a civil rights celebration where civil rights leaders said 
at times your conscience will trump the American law. That's the truth of that. If so, we know that from our teaching. So I don't quite know what you're saying when you say he, he puts that out there. In other mm -hmm. words, again, back to this point, three days before an election, mm -hmm. this gets soundbite is for the advantage. And the Alabama voters are going to know Roy Moore and Doug Jones, who have been in public life for mm -hmm. 30 years each, and they're going to make a vote on that. Anna, how do you see it? Uh, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe your lying ears. What you've just laid out, what Chris just laid out, were, you know, taken from uh, from interviews, were taken from videos, were taken from tapes of Roy Moore. This is not being taken out of context or out of thin air. These are his own words, his own positions. So look, if child molestation is not enough to drive you, is not enough to drive you away from Roy Moore, <laughs> you've got the fact that he's a homophobe, that he's an Islamophobe, that he, he uh, you know, talks about slavery as the good old times. I mean, you've got way so many reasons. He's just plain stupid and ignorant, and he's, there's so many reasons why he's this divisive man that should not be sent to the Senate. And look, look, this is going to be up to Alabama voters, but the yeah. reason that the rest of us have, have a, you know, right to opine on this is let's remember this guy's going to the U.S. Senate. His salary will be paid by taxpayers. He's going to be voting on things like civil rights. He's going to be voting on things like women's rights, like violence against women. He's going to be voting on things like hate crime legislation. And this man is just not fit. He is just not fit. Alabamans are going to have another chance at an election in, in next year. This is a short-term thing. And I think that, you know, many Americans are saying, look, we implore you. Don't straddle us with this man who's got such an unfit character. Think of the message you are sending to women, to the many, many women who we've seen have been victims of sexual harassment, much more than anybody in this country, I think, ever thought existed. What message are we sending to those young girls? What message are we sending to those women who have endured sexual harassment exactly. throughout their lifetime? Yeah. Hey, um, exactly. Ed, I mean, in yeah. 2005, he was on C-SPAN, too, with Bill Press. Um, Roy Morris was asked uh, about homosexuality. He said, here's his quote, homosexual conduct should be illegal. Yes. So, are, I mean, times have changed. Here we are yeah. uh -huh. in 2017. Are you comfortable with his positions well, today? Uh, again, I, I, down the stretch of a campaign, well, I don't even know the context that, that was asked. I think that the law of the it was land asked, right now, uh, it's not, is, it's not a, Do you it's think not a that homosexuality should be illegal today? And he says, yeah, yes. It's, well, then I don't know how he understood the question because it's not illegal now and it hasn't been. It's not a federal question that he's going to he vote on. He wishes it were. He, it he said that? Yeah. He I mean, said I, I, again, homosexual conduct should be illegal. Yes, that's the, a quote. The good news is that that's not something the federal government should get into and is getting into. So that's not something that he's going to have to vote on mm -hmm. in the Senate. But the bad news for Anna is that Anna's sitting there and what she really means and what we should be talking about instead of name-calling is Roy Moore is pro-life, against amnesty for illegals, against the, the uh, kind of uh, big government that Doug Jones wants. That's the issue. When she called me names, him names, everybody names, the Alabama voters get to vote on two choices of people mm -hmm. serving. And by the way, if we want to get into tax dollars for people that are not mm -hmm. doing nice things, let's get the $17 million. Yeah. CNN has led on this. Let's get the $17 million yep. slush fund out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about Look, first let me respond to you. Almost uh -huh. every time you're on with me on TV, you make uh -huh. this about me. I never make it about you. I, really? I barely know your name. I have no idea who you are. I'm not making it about I never about insult you. you. Oh, well, but you just did. You. Every no. time you're on TV, you make it about me. This your is not opinions. about me. This your is opinions. much larger than it would be, you know, some sort of personal. Okay, let me get through my sentence, will you? Policy. I didn't interrupt Ed, hold you. Hold on, let her finish. I waited for you to finish, so now let me finish. This is not about me. <laughs> 
It's about decency. It's about morality. It's about Republicans and Americans not compromising decency name, and morality for calling, one vote. Name calling. You're name calling. Uh, what's what's Anna? the name? Decency answer, and morality is name calling. No. Answer homophobia. the policy. Homophobia. Answer the policy. And hold on. Hold on. I, am, I am answering the policy. This man compared gay marriage to marrying a, 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 a bridge. I don't know if he meant suspension or what kind of bridge. I mean, this is, you know, sheer stupidity. Yes, I know you smirk and you laugh and it's your response. And you know what? That's fine. Because this is not about you. It's not about me. It's about larger policy. It's about America. It's about the message we are sending the world. It's about the exactly. message we are sending children. Totally. It's about holding the people elected to a higher standard than we yeah. would hold, hold others. I don't want to hold some Hollywood producer to a higher standard than I would hold a U.S. senator or a president but of the United States. Anna, but hold, hold on, hold on, Anna. And the last question. I mean, what I think Ed is suggesting is that if you're a single-issue voter, if you're anti-abortion, then Roy Moore's your guy. That's all you need to know, that all this other stuff somehow you can compartmentalize and put away, and that he's saying that if you, you know, feel very, very strongly about Roy Moore's position on immigration and abortion, that's, that gives you your answer. Look, I think that's true. I think that I think it's a it's a page right out of Donald Trump's playbook. The smartest thing Donald Trump did in that campaign, in my view, was put out that list of potential Supreme Court nominees. And I have a lot of friends, a lot of good, decent Republican friends who voted for him because they wanted that Supreme Court justice who he in turn gave them. I think that's what the Roy Moore campaign is doing. Uh, you know, attaching themselves to one issue and just praying on that over and over again. And if that's the type of voter you are, I think you do have your answer. I hope the people of Alabama, many of them, are, you know, can see the whole picture and can see that sending an unfit person to the U.S. Senate is just not fair to their state. It's not fair to our country. Mm -hmm. exactly. So, Ed, last question. Do you totally think he's going to win tomorrow? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's obvious. It's obvious he's winning. Gloria Allred rolled out a positive story for Roy Moore on Friday because she knows he's going to win. She's setting up for the fight afterwards. What Everybody do you mean? knows he's going to win. What do you mean it's he possible. rolled out a positive story? Well, that story that she rolled out, well, however you spin it, the story was, my, here's my client. She has the yearbook, which we didn't produce, and some of it she wrote. It was covered in Alabama as a story that she lied. I'm not saying she did. I think she had an explanation. She made, but she made um, a sort of um, little notes, she's saying, right, that it's still it, uh, his signature. It's still his message. But, it's his right. signature. And she made like an annotation. Right, but rolling that out on the Friday before, it was not a negative hit on Roy Moore. It was kind of a let's get attention. And that's because on Wednesday morning, she's going to be back saying let's have hearings. And by the way, Wednesday morning, two things should happen. One, Mitch McConnell should resign as the leader of the Republicans in the Senate. And two, there should be a conversation. I'm for it about the credibility of the allegations against Roy Moore by the women. Let's have that conversation in the Senate Ethics Committee on C-SPAN. Mm -hmm. And then let's move right on to all the other senators that have had allegations in the last 40 mm -hmm. years of misconduct. Let's have them all out there. I'm for it. Let's get, let's drain that swamp with bright sunlight. Okay. Anna Navarro, Ed Martin, thank you very much Thanks, for guys. the debate. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to the George Wilder Jr. Show. That was Anna Navarro. All right. Senator Christian Gillibrand, Gillibrand calls on Trump to resign over sexual assault allegations. There are only allegations until until they're proven, but some things have been proven. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, these allegations are credible. They are numerous, she said. President Trump should resign. Yeah, I think Trump should resign. Everybody else has lost their jobs, lost their careers. They've been ruined. And Trump, as I've mentioned earlier on the show, he is the groper in chief. 
I mean, she, this Senator uh, Gillibrand is not the only individual in Congress that's calling for Trump to resign. I think majority of the re, uh, Democrats are calling for him to resign. And then there's some Democrats saying, hey, wow, let's wait until the investigation is done. But as I've said, Donald Trump is going to be have done so much damage and dirt, more damage, more dirt by the time this investigation gets gets through. I think he should be impeached immediately. There's a lot of Democrats that don't agree with me on that, but that's my take on it. That's my uh, thinking on that. Okay, uh, this is another senator. It was, uh, it was quite a few Republicans, okay? If you've been wondering why politicians from both parties are resigning over accusations of sexually har harassing women, yet President Donald Trump is apparently getting a free pass, you're not alone. Of course, a lot of us are wondering why is Donald Trump not, why is his feet not being held to the fire? Why is he still in office? Why hasn't he resigned? Why hasn't he quit? Why hasn't he been impeached? You've had 20, 13, 20 something women. All of these women are not lying. They're still coming out after Donald Trump. Senator Gillibrand, she's a Democrat who also thinks it's a head scratcher. All of us think it's a head scratcher. And it has something to do with the Republicans. Donald does not want to leave his presidency. He doesn't want to leave it. So it's going to be up to the American people, you, me, and the rest of us, throw his ass out of the White House. Period. And there will be no backlash from Fox News. Fox News is just a prop. They're just a bunch of clowns over there uh, uh, lying and spinning and, and just being a total ass. Uh, on television, spewing out that hatred, those lies, that garbage, they are a disgrace. I'm going to say it again. Fox News is a disgrace because they're hiding. They're going out. They're stopping no signs of not wanting to trying to protect Donald Trump, their master, their savior. You know, and he's and he's everything. Uh, he's everything but fit for office. All right, Christian. Um, okay, let's go. Six, Sixteen women have accused the president of sexual misconduct. Their allegations include encounters with him involving forcible kissing, groping, and rape. groping and raped. This guy should be investigated on those grounds alone. Rape. Is is against the law. Groping. I mean, if a woman doesn't want to be groped, you shouldn't grope her. If a woman doesn't want to be touched, don't touch her. Okay. The White House uh, says all women are. The White House says all the women are lying. Trump says all the women are lying. Trump is even saying that his Access Hollywood video from 2005, where he's saying, where he's talking about grabbing a, a woman's private part. He says, that's a lie, too. He didn't say that. When it's coming straight up out of his mouth, he's saying he didn't say it. Billy Bush, um, if you know what I'm talking about, Billy Bush was right there with him. And Billy Bush says, Trump, well, we all know that Trump is a pathological liar, <laughs> more so than a pathological liar. All those women are not lying. Everybody is not lying. Maybe a few. There are some women, I believe, lied in Al Franken, lied on Al Franken to get him to resign. 
but uh, Al Franken sort of admitted that he was in the wrong. But he also stated that some of the women were lying on him. Okay, and but Trump owned a uh, Miss America pageant, so a lot of these women are not lying. They're not lying when it comes to Donald Trump. Donald Trump is being protected by the goons in the White House. He's being protected by thugs in Congress, and he's being protected by those assholes on Fox News. This man should resign. He should quit his job. However, as I've said earlier on the show, the Republicans are saying, well, we're not going to uh, force him out. We're not going to impeach him because we want the investigation into Russia meddling in, into the 2016 election. We want to see that go f- go on and complete. Democrats are saying the same thing. It's, and we're, because there are some Democrats calling for him to be impeached, but not generally as a whole. You know, so because they're also saying that they want to wait until the investigation plays out and, you know, what what comes comes of that. But my thinking is that if the investigation um, uh, ends and Trump is found guilty, he's out of the White House. If the investigation uh, says that he's innocent, then they are going to say resign because of these sexual allegations. which some has been proven, I'm hearing. All right. Uh, Senator Christian Gillibrand calls on Trump to resign. It's okay. President Trump should resign. These allegations are credible. They are numerous. I'm repeating again. I'm reading again, actually. I've heard these women's testimony, and many of them are heartbreaking. And Trump is go- Trump's going to say they're lying. He can't say they're lying if they provide proof. They got to have proof. I mean, you know, because this guy is going to get away with it. He's going to get away with it. I mean, there's, uh, if Roy Moore wins the election, he's going he's gonna, to uh, be facing some tough, tough Senate uh, badgering on this thing. Trump isn't facing anything. He's going on about his duties uh, or whatever he's doing uh, and not paying attention to this. He's, I, I believe Trump, Donald Trump is more afraid of the Russia investigation than he is of these uh, allegations of sexual misconduct. Yeah, because they, they say that this guy is walking around the White House going nuts. Because he's, they're gonna indict him. I'm hearing that a grand jury is already being put together. That means that Trump will be subpoenaed, something to that effect, or indicted to something, something to that effect. But it's coming. And a lot of this stuff that I'm hearing about this, it comes from credible sources. Okay. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It is 7 o'clock in the city of Chicago. It is still dark. Snowed quite a bit. (laughs) All right, we're going to be right back. Okay, let's see what we can do. We're going to be... 
During an interview with Politico that was posted online this week, White House advisor, White House aide, whatever you want to call her, White House spokesperson maybe, Kellyanne Conway, took a shot at her critics once again. She told Politico that her criti critics... Hey there, friends and fans. This is George Wilder Jr. of the George Wilder Jr. Show. <laughs> I want you to enjoy my fictional writings located on Amazon and elsewhere. Uh, the website is www.amazon.com slash author slash gwilder or, or go to the Amazon website and type my name in the text bar above to either order or download a book, a story, essays, novels, novelettes, whatever you want to do. And I want to thank you very much for that. And as always, good reading. This is George Wilder Jr. And keep listening. There's always more to come. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio out of the city of Chicago, the state of Illinois. Folks, we are in some trying times. We are in some dark times. We must fight for an America without hate. We must fight for an America without bigotry. We must fight for an America without racism. We must fight for our rights. We must fight to continue to be Americans. Some of those rights are being threatened, taken away. But we have to get out here and fight the good fight. You know, and it has to be done, folks. It has to be in a non-violent way. We know how to do things non-violently. So let's go out and make our voices heard, fighting non-violently. All right. All right, welcome back to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on LinkedIn. I'm all over the place. Google, I'm all over the place. I'm a writer. Check out my writings on Amazon and short stories, novels, essays. Just have your go at it. All righty. We were talking about Christian Gillibrand calls on Trump to resign over sexual assault allegations. Not sexual conduct, but sexual assault. There may not be a difference. These allegations are credible. They are numerous, she said. President Trump should resign. I mean, um, I think the majority of Americans, 80% of Americans are saying the same thing. Trump should resign. The guy's unfit. Uh, he was giving a speech the other day and he slurred his voice. Some people, and there were some people saying it was his dentures. Then some folks were saying that he actually had a stroke. Um, and and uh, there are some people saying that he's walking on eggshells in the White House because of this investigation. And there's some people saying other things I won't mention on the air. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, they're saying that a lot of this, what's affecting Trump is that he is uh, anticipating on being arrested. You know, so this is why Fox News is going so damn crazy over there, uh, discrediting 
this investigation like it's the like it's coming up from the sewer or something, you know, discrediting Bob Mueller, discrediting the FBI, Trump discrediting his own agency. They're begging, begging, begging. Uh, uh, they're begging Trump over at Fox News to fire Bob Mueller. They're begging Trump, fire him, fire him, fire him. You should, you should hear Hannity. You probably heard him. And some woman, I can't think of her name. I don't even give a damn about her name. She's awful. She's sending out threats on television to the American people. This is what's going to happen. Trump uh, is thrown out of office. This is what's going to happen. It's going to be an uprising. It's going to be all of this kind of crap. Thinking she's scaring people. And she's just a part-time, <laughs> she's just a part-time anchor or a pundit or whatever. The only thing this woman wants is to make sure she goes back on Fox News and spews some more of her hatred. That's all she wants. She wants attention. She wants attention. She wants more time on Fox News. So she's she's talking loud. She's lying. She's spinning. She's acting crazy. She's looking loony and trying to scare people. And I'm hoping that if Americans are watching Fox News, the smart ones, to just Laugh your ass off at these people on Fox News because they're crazy, they're stupid, they're ignorant, uh, they're racist, they're pigs. Laugh your ass off at them and then go and do the right thing. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. Uh, staying, uh, It's been fun, folks. I've had a lot of fun on the show today, and, and that's why I keep doing it. And I once again, I want to say thank you for your kind words. Thank you for uh, the positive things you've been said about the show. I know some negative things. Um, people out there have some negative thoughts about the show. I, I, hey, I will take those too because this is a George Wilder Jr. show. And we talk about anything. I got some great guests lined up for the rest of the month. And even I have guests waiting to be on the show um, in 2018, 2018, January. So that's exciting. And I'm still booking as speak right now. Uh, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Black Talk Radio. And we've been talking about Trump. I try not to talk about Donald Trump so much because uh, uh, it's it's really not. So we want to start by honoring <laughs> the fact that today is September 11th and that it has been 16 years no, since not. the horrible attack that happened just downtown from where we're sitting, as well as D.C. and Pennsylvania. Indeed. Yeah. 16 years. 16 years. Democratic Congresswoman Frederica Wilson of Florida. Congresswoman, thanks so much for making time for us this morning. Good morning. So I want to just, before we get into the specifics of what General Kelly said, I just want to get your thoughts on everything that has transpired over the past 48 hours. This very public fight that you seem to be engaged in with President Trump and General Kelly. President Trump just last night, in case you missed it, at about 11 p.m., tweeted about you. He says the fake news is going crazy with wacky Congresswoman Wilson, a Democrat who was secretly on a very personal call and gave a total lie on content. What's your response to all of this? You know, uh, my emphasis today is on my constituents and helping them lay our hero to rest. That's where I'm, my head is today. 
And I'm also concerned about him and his last moments. I want to know why he was separated from the rest of the soldiers. Why did it take 48 hours for them to find him? Was he still alive? Was he kidnapped? What's going on? I thought you were supposed to put your comrade across your shoulder and get on the helicopter with the dead and the wounded. Why did they leave him? I am distraught and so is the family. There are so many questions that must be answered. And I have written a letter for an investigation. They keep saying to me, oh, we're going to give you a classified briefing. I can hardly wait for that classified briefing because I am concerned about my constituent today. And I am concerned that he is not able to have an open casket Mm. funeral. And that is very painful to his family. Oh, we can only imagine how devastating all of this has been for his family. And you're not alone. Look, Senator John McCain, so many people are calling for an investigation into exactly what happened here so those questions can be answered. But I'm curious, Congresswoman, did you hear General Kelly's remarks in the press briefing room yesterday? I heard his remarks and I heard him say that I bragged that I uh, secured the money for the building of the FBI uh, building in Miramar, and that's a lie. You know, I feel sorry for General Kelly. He has my sympathy for the loss of his son, but he can't just go on TV and lie on me. I was not even in Congress in 2009 when the money for the building was secured. So that's a lie. How dare he? However, I named the building uh, at the behest of Director Comey with the help of Speaker Boehner, working across party lines. So he didn't tell the truth, and he needs to stop telling lies on me. Well, his point was, I think, that, uh, and though you're right, he didn't get the facts right on that, was that empty barrels make the most noise. And he was using that, he was likening that to you. Basically, that you're... You're I think that's a, that's a racist term, too. I, I'm thinking about that when uh, we looked it up in the dictionary because I had never heard of an empty barrel. And I don't like uh, to be uh, dragged into something like that. The only thing I want to be dragged into right now is bring back our girls who are the victims of Boko Haram in Nigeria. I have been fighting this fight for almost four years. 276 girls were kidnapped from their dormitory in Nigeria by Boko Haram. Boko Haram split, and now one sect is with ISIS. And that multinational task force that was set up by Congress with Cameroon, Chan, Niger, and Nigeria, my constituent was there. Hmm. Sergeant Jackson was there on detail. He was not fighting. He was giving advice. Hmm. And he was killed and abandoned. And I feel guilty because this is what I do every Wednesday in Congress. Bring back our girls. We wear red. 
we're concerned about Boko Haram being the most vicious terrorist organization in the world, and we never really hear about Boko Haram. Yeah. And Boko Haram and ISIS combined, and they killed my son. You're, you mean Le David Johnson, Sergeant Johnson? Le David. Um, Congresswoman, you know, there my are just a couple... model son. My I understand. Model son. You were his, his mentor. I understand how long you, you go back with his family and you knew him from childhood. But there are some things that I just want to get straight about. And all about. of his brothers uh, 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 and all of his cousins. Yes, you're, you are, you're more than, obviously, their congressman, their representative, and they're more than your constituents. But, Congresswoman, I do want to get a couple... He's brought us to the brink of nuclear war obstructed justice at the FBI, and in direct violation of the Constitution, he's taken money from foreign governments and threatened to shut down news organizations that report the truth. If that isn't a case for impeaching and removing a dangerous president, then what has our government become? I'm Tom Steyer, and like you, I'm a citizen who knows it's up to us to do something. It's why I'm funding this effort to raise our voices together and demand that elected officials take a stand on impeachment. A Republican Congress once impeached a president for far less. Yet today, people in Congress and his own administration know that this president is a clear and present danger, who's mentally unstable and armed with nuclear weapons. And they do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Join us. And yeah. Tell your member of Congress that they have a moral responsibility to stop doing what's political and start doing what's right. Our country depends on it. Yeah. That was one of the um, ads uh, hanging up, I think, in New York. Uh, I mean, billboards of impeach Trump by this billionaire. That's a good thing. But I'm pretty sure the Republicans and the crazies are ignoring it. But we are not. Uh, that's a good thing. All right. Why is, why is Trump not in California giving com- comfort and support to fire victims? He should be in the rubble. He has not said one word. I, I can't. Re- he has not said one word. Sorry. I, I, I mean, if Trump had said something about the victims and the fire in, in California, the massive fire over the last few days, maybe a few couple of weeks, we would know about it. Trump has said nothing about Californians, and a, and Californians have a. Uh, have their way of saying why, you know. Uh, a lot of Californians say that they don't want him there. They don't want him there. You know, he will just politicize the whole thing. And some people are saying that perhaps Donald Trump doesn't know that California is in the United States. <laughs> But, you know, a majority of people say they don't want him there. They don't want him there. And um, But there's people like me who say, why in the hell uh, this guy is not in California giving these people uh, uh, comfort and support? He doesn't have to be in the rubble. He can be somewhere safe off uh, somewhere and, and saying, you know, comforting, giving comforting words to the victims who have lost everything in these fires. And then there's people who say, why well, he won't do that, will not do that, because Trump doesn't like California. They didn't vote for him. They went 
uh, overwhelmingly for Hillary Clinton. So Trump, uh, <laughs> he's got a thing against California. And Illinois, where I'm from, we went for Hillary Clinton also. I'm pretty sure if he doesn't like California, <laughs> because California didn't vote for him, he's not. he probably doesn't like Illinois either. I couldn't give a damn, you know, if he likes Illinois or not. But, you know, he, you know, he picks and chooses uh, parts of uh, the country to support. He's a divider in chief. He wants to divide the country. I mean, I mean, he was stuck on football for a while. And I'm pretty sure he still is. The thing is that nobody wants him in football. The owners, the players, the fans, nobody wants him to be a part of the football. And he's probably crying his ass off because they won't let him play. You know, won't let him play. Uh, Trump wants to be a dictator. I'm, my thinking is that this guy doesn't know how to be a dictator. He wants to be an emperor. He doesn't know how to be an emperor. He wants to dominate, but he doesn't know how to dominate. He doesn't know how to do his job. I'm pretty sure some of the things that he's done so far, someone is um, someone has probably whispered in his ear how to do this and how to do that and <laughs> because he didn't know. He doesn't know. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It's 717 straight up. Uh, Chicago time. As I bring in my first guest, senior political commentators Van Jones and Mike Shields, also Republican strategist Rick Wilson, I have to start with this question. Van Jones, I'm going to ask you first. Does this president have no sense of decency? Well, apparently not. I mean, <clears throat> part, part of what I think is, is so tragic is that this was a tremendous opportunity for the country, not just President Trump, but for the country, to finally give due credit to people who helped to win this war. Those code talkers, um, any other language, uh, the Japanese and Germans were prepared to break the code. Mathematically, they're prepared to break the code. These Navajo code talkers were the only people who were able to, to, to get communication in that war. They saved hundreds of thousands of American lives. Iwo Jima was won because of them. They've never been truly honored, and today was that day. A community of people who, you know, frankly, and every Trump treaty we ever signed with Native Americans has been violated over and over again. They could have set that war out. They didn't. And this was their day, and he crapped all over it, being an insult <laughs> comic, dragging in a, a completely irrelevant issue. It was disgusting. It was despicable. And I feel so sorry for those guys in their now that Manafort and Rick Gates, his uh, protege and associate, uh, have been indicted, 12 counts uh, against Manafort, and now that uh, we know George Papadopoulos, a, a campaign uh, official for Donald Trump, has already turned evidence against them, let us now check the temperature of Donald Trump's Twitter account, where it's got to be, well, let's put it this way, climate change is finally in effect over there. Uh, so before the Papadopoulos news, Here's Trump raging over the weekend, knowing that an indictment is coming and at the time it was under seal. He said, never seen uh, such Republican anger and unity as I have concerning the lack of investigation on Clinton made fake dossier. Now $12 million. Okay, I'll get to why they, he keeps bringing up Hillary Clinton in a second. Uh, they, then he goes on to say, the uranium to Russia deal, the 33,000 plus deleted emails, the Comey fix, and so much more. Instead, they look at phony Trump-Russia collusion, he puts in air quotes, which doesn't exist. The Dems are using this terrible and bad for our country witch hunt for evil politics. But the Republicans, 
are now fighting back like never before. There's so much guilt uh, by Democrats slash Clinton. And now the facts are pouring out. And then big, bold capital letters, do something. It's one of my favorite cries for help I've ever heard on Twitter. Donald Trump screaming in agony, do something. Okay, so why is he screaming about Hillary Clinton when the Russian investigation has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton? Maybe he thinks it's inconceivable that he won and he just can't believe it like the rest of us. Like he wakes up every morning like, really, I'm president? Shouldn't Hillary be president? Let's investigate her. Okay, not likely. The real answers are, number one, of course he wants to distract you. That's obvious, right? Squirrel, okay. But the more important part of the answer is, they are later going to make the claim, and in fact, today it has begun. Well, Robert Mueller was the head of the FBI during the Obama administration when the Uranium One deal was done. So I don't know, maybe Mueller's, maybe Mueller's biased. I mean, I'm not getting rid of him because he's doing the investigation against me. No, we had to get rid of him because he didn't do the investigation about Hillary Clinton years and years and years ago. That is why all of a sudden I'm outraged that he didn't do that investigation. No, they are setting it up as an excuse to fire Robert Mueller. If he is fired, Trump should be impeached immediately. Look, if you'd like to start an investigation on something that went wrong six years ago, that's an interesting conversation to have and one we should have as alongside this one. And I think the Uranium One deal, I'm not with other progressives in the media. I think the Uranium One deal was problematic, but Hillary Clinton is not president. She didn't win, she's incredibly irrelevant. I don't even know if the statute of limitations ran on it. If you wanna go back and investigate that, whatever. But that has nothing to do with Robert Mueller's current investigation of Donald Trump, which is of course the reason why Donald Trump is in an absolute panic. So he, now this he had said back in June, so he began this theme as the investigation was picking up steam. I don't know if he knew that Papadopoulos was going to turn evidence at that point, but he said, you are witnessing the single greatest witch hunt in American political history led by some very bad and conflicted people, hashtag MAGA. So even back then he was like, Mueller, I don't, conflict of interest. I mean, he didn't do the thing against Hillary. So that's why when he finds out evidence, hardcore evidence that people on my campaign did tax evasion, money laundering, had clear ties to the Russians and wanted me to meet with the Russians. That's some of the things we learned out from the Papadopoulos case. Uh, yeah, no, no, don't worry about any of that. Mueller conflict of interest. I gotta get rid of him, he's got the evidence, I gotta get rid of him. His panic gives you a sense of how connected Trump was to all this. Because the Manafort evidence, so far the, the things that have been presented in public are largely against Manafort and Rick Gates and their ties to Russian oligarchs. It is, as I stated earlier in the show, it is possible that Trump was not, did not know anything about that. And he could just say, hey, listen, man, these guys were apparently trying to pay back a $19 million thing they had with the oligarchs. It has nothing to do with me and, and I'm outraged by it. I can't believe that they potentially put my campaign in trouble. He's not saying that. Instead, he's saying, I gotta get rid of Mueller. I gotta get rid of him. Do you Uranium One, Benghazi dossier? I, I don't know, I'm, I, I panic. If you didn't do it, why are you in such a cold, sweaty panic over it? So now, 
He finds out about Papadopoulos and, and all the things that happened this morning, and he gets even more crazed. He says, all this Russia talk, right, when the Republicans are making their big push for historic tax cuts and reform, is this coincidental? Not. <laughs> you're, you're a child. He's the president, can you believe he's the president? And he's saying things like, not. It's not how it works anyway. You're not supposed to ask the question and then <laughs> scream not. You're supposed to say coincidental, not. I have to teach him these things. Okay, anyway, what a child, what an unbelievable, petulant child and also guilty. All right, and, and by the way, the other reason for that tweet is, yeah, hey, totally rich people, guilty. all my donors and all the people in charge and in powerful, remember Just I'm gonna go give to you Fox. tax cuts, I'm trying to give you tax cuts. Don't, don't throw me away yet, okay. And he goes on to say, sorry, but this is years ago, before Paul Manafort was part of the Trump campaign. Why aren't Crooked Hillary and the Dems the focus? I'm going to. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a piece of work. Heaven help the child who never had a home. Heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone Heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall Heaven help the black man if he struggles one more day Heaven help the white man if he turns back away
All right, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening to the George Lotto Jr. Show. We spent probably too much time on Donald Trump. We do a lot of other things on this show. Believe me, believe me, believe me. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And <laughs> it is just about uh, time to uh, go off the air. We've got about a minute or so, two minutes, so, no, a few seconds. Wow. Anyway, tuning in to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure you follow me on Facebook. Make sure you follow me on Amazon.com. Google, I'm all over the place. They tell me I have 10 seconds. What can I say in 10 seconds? Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Once again, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a great evening. Have a great weekend. (sighs) Bye-bye. Hot mic.